I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, a podcast that takes a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Tim Kalpakis. Hey, everybody. And Mike Hanford. Hi. And we're your hosts, the Sloppy Boys. Once a band, and now still a band. Still a band. And now also hosts of this podcast. A lot of people, I've gotten some emails uh, saying, you know, could you stop being a band? Please stop doing it. We're not, we're not stopping being a band. The band's the oh, thing. Yeah. I got a lot of emails that were not related to either. Just sort of. You know, hey, Amazon has this new thing you might like. <laughs> I only get just the don't be a band thing anymore. How you guys feeling about the uh, inaugural episode? The first one? Ooh, the first. Uh, set, cracking the champagne bottle on the back of this one and sending it out. I'm all amped up. I, I'm going nuts over here. You know, <laughs> listeners can't see. You guys can see me on a Zoom, but I'm going nuts. Yeah, this is wild. I've had a full day of partying and getting people excited about it, the, the whole thing. People getting me excited about it, actually. They, I didn't want to do it. They said, you got to get excited about this thing. I'm so, like, okay, you have okay. to. You're going to love the podcast. You who had been kind of pouting around, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do the podcast. I think podcasts are for uh, interviews. Huh. <laughs> That's. I mean, they, they, it is a good point you made. It's a lot of interviews. A lot of podcasting is interviews. Well, what are we doing on this podcast? One might wonder. Let's get into it. I think, I think a listener yeah. right now is saying, okay, I'm hearing three people talk. What the fuck are they going to talk about? Here's how the show works. You ready, guys? This is this might be new to you too. You gotta listen. <laughs> I know what's coming. I know what's coming too. I got a good idea. I won't spoil anything though. I think it's great. Here's here's how it works. Every week here on the Sloppy Boys, we will prepare, drink, and discuss one cocktail. The heart of our list are those drinks recognized by the International Bartenders Association Ooh. for their use in the annual World Cocktail Competition. This is like the standard. We didn't want to come up with our own cocktails. We didn't want to see who the, the newest craft cocktails. The IBA, that's official, man. That's like they're legit. It's like if you wanted baseball and you went to the MLB. <laughs> yeah, these these people are swinging the drinks around like bats. It's a tightly edited list too. This is eighty nine drinks total, divided into three sections. Did we wait? Did you say what IBA means? Yeah, International Bartenders Association. You gotta love that. Go ahead. <laughs> Sounds you just legit. wanted to hear him say it again. I'm 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 uh, moving windows around on my screen here to make sure everything fits. So there's three sections on this list, and there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of description about why it's broken down like this. But the first section is called Unforgettables. Unforgettables, no regrettables. 
described as timeless, boozy, great pre-dinner cocktails. In this section, long drink mixers are limited to fruit juices, soda, and cream. This is like this is like when you uh, like when you think of a cocktail. Like the martini is in this list, right? It better be. Uh, one of them is. Yeah. There's several martinis, and they're all throughout. There's one that's called the monkey gland. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the monkey gland. Yeah, that's so not... that's that's a weird one. But these are classics. Old fashioned. I mean, that's Don Draper himself. Come on. Yeah. Manhattan, classic. Cla- daiquiri, and I assume when they say daiquiri, they mean lime, uh, yeah, rum, sugar. Well, Tim, like, wait, hold on. We haven't gotten to that one yet. Would you stop it? I feel like I could do my own side episode. No, Tim, you're part of us. <laughs> but you're that would thing. be kind of cool if everyone knew in the middle, Tim has his own little daiquiri kind of a thing. And that, that's it becomes like everyone's sort of looking forward to, oh, is he going to do the daiquiri again? Oh, is he doing the daiquiri downtime? What's happening on the daiquiri yeah. downtime? Oh, the daiquiri know. downtime kind of is boring after a while. because He's he going through the list of the how to make a daiquiri every single time. I don't okay, like well. Well, we'll do Tim's daiquiri corner later. Let me get through the sections of the IBA. Yes. We also got contemporary classics. Ooh. Now, these, these are drinks with a more modern origin. More sparkling cocktails, more long drinks than you'll find in the Unforgettables. Like modern. So these are like invented by your Elon Musks of the world. Yes. Uh, yes the yes. lab. Okay. Uh, you'll find your Long Island iced tea. You got your Bloody Mary. You got a Harvey Wallbanger in there. So they said that a lot of these, that you'll see a lot of long drinks. And then their first example was a Long Island iced tea. So basically, it's, if it's a long, if the island that the drink is on is long, that counts. <laughs> yes. I think a real, I think a long drink is just a tall glass, Collins glass, highball glass. That's a long drink. Has a lot of f- fluid as opposed to just little. Yeah. So I think that means the unforgettables are kind of more like liquor. Liquor. And the contemporaries are going to be a little bit more like uh, a big old drink, a refreshing drink. Well, you, what's that old saying? I'm always saying uh, liquor is quicker. So, you, yeah, do, so. you do say that. That's sort of my thing. I think they're also going chronologically or the unforgettables. They're talking about the old stuff. Then the contemporary. I find the word contemporary to mean more modern. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, so that's those unforgettables. That's like a bartender who's got little black rings around his elbows. And he's kind of wiping down the bar at an old timey kind of a joint. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then we got our new era drinks. Served in a baseball cap. Almost nothing said about this section. This is uh, described as something different suited to today's palates. I don't know how that's different from the modern origins section, but uh, this is where you'll find your dark and stormy, your kamikaze, your espresso martini, among other delicious drinks. If, if, if I can give them notes on this list, I would make the dark and stormy a contemporary classic. Kamikaze, I get it. That's like a weird college shot. That feels like new era because it's just a, a little bit of whimsy. And then over the life of this podcast, we'll work down the entire IBA list. But, you know, we're going to throw in some surprises of our own. <laughs> Off the uh, slobby boy list. If the list sucks, then we ditch it. There's some uh, there's some big time drinks on this list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some kind of uh, some good ones. Some things, things I've heard of but never made before, like a grasshopper. I've never made that before. Yeah. And it's like an Alabama slammer. It's a, a margarita. Was margarita on there? Probably. Margarita's on there, yeah. So, like, we're not trying to we're get into any kind of weird mixology. We're talking about these are the ones. These are drinks you could walk into a dive bar and ask a bartender for and trust that. I mean, I don't ever do that. If I don't look at a menu, I'm not going to just say, 
can I have an <laughs> espresso martini? But in theory, these are all ones that if someone went to bartending school, they should be able to make it for you without complaining. Oh, yeah. And if you at home want to drink along with us, we're going to be posting these recipes ahead of time on our socials at The Sloppy Boys. Uh, you can also find them in the show notes for each episode. Yeah, so drink along. But here's the thing. If you don't want to have the drink, you're still just having a blast listening to us. Let's say you don't <laughs> drink at all. This is still fun. Yeah, it's because a, we're a fun band. We're good. We're good kinds of guys. We're going to talk about other stuff besides drinks, whatever it's comes into our thing. minds. It's enter, it's a it's a lifestyle podcast. Right. That's what category they should put us in. Yeah. Apple. I bet Tim Cook is sitting up there in Cupertino being like, oh, I'm going to put them only in the cocktail section. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And then uh, uh, Steve Jobs' ghost comes by. I might consider putting them on a different sort of category. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey. I, I wore a turtleneck. We know. We know, Steve. He came back from the dead just to tell us yeah. the shirt that we all know about. <laughs> um, are you guys using that? Uh, we're all on uh, Mac computers, right? Well, I'm part of like the cult of Mac. When that yeah. new iPhone comes out, I'm waiting in line. <laughs> I don't think I've seen like... Uh... I don't I haven't seen a Dell computer in a long, a long time. Mm-hmm. I did one time see a funny commercial with a certain dude. Well, he was telling. Did he say you were the dude? Oh yeah, he was talking to me. <laughs> we are a pretty cool, dude. but he was the Dell dude also. We're both dudes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He didn't say you're getting a Dell dude, or did he? He said, "Dude, you're getting a Dell." That's his. That's yeah. his tagline. Dude, you're getting a Dell's new album. Great. Twenty one. When's it come out? Okay, so let's talk a little bit about how we're going to do these recipes. We got a lot to get through. Let's keep going. <laughs> and with these recipes, sometimes they're annoying and they got a whole lot of weird ingredients. Yeah. We're going to try to track them down, but you you can always just look when you're making cocktails, you take when it says you have to have the the nectar of one black licorice clove. <laughs> get the next closest thing, get whatever. We're not going to be all uh, picky about it. We want you to just have fun when you're mixing these things up. It's about fun. You're going to have fun at the beginning. You're going to drink some, and you're going to have fun afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So you, if you have the right kind of liquor and maybe the main mixer, you hop on board. Yeah. Get into and, it. And uh, today's episode is kind of a uh, kind of a softball, I would say. Oh, yeah, baby. Tom Collins. We're talking Tom Collins. You guys had, you've, you've had Tom Collins's before, right? I think I had one. Yes, I had a Tom Collins many years ago, so I'm excited to make it today. Because uh... <laughs> you look back fondly on it. <laughs> no, that was a bad time. Well, Tom Collins, here's uh, you know, a lot of people know this, but the history of Tom Collins is, uh, I was um, about 20 years ago, I was at the Hudson Valley Mall, seeing a movie in Kingston, New York, and it was Meet the Fockers. No, it was Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents. And uh, Ben Stiller says, "Hey, we're all out of Tom Collins mix." And that was the first time I ever heard of it. I said, hmm, Tom Collins mix. He pours, oh, he's looking for an excuse to get out of the, the house. Uh-huh. And, and he dumps out the mix. And I believe and he then, goes to the Oyster Bay something in Sundry. Is that uh, the name of the place? <laughs> this is pretty good. I, th- I think that is the name of the place he goes. But Would be Oyster Bay is in Long Island. And that film takes place on Long Island, home of the long, the long drink itself. <laughs> um, cut to me hearing about it for a second time. I'm reading Catcher in the Rye, and old Holden Caulfield makes fun of a lady because she's drinking a Tom Collins in the winter. 
Okay. So I think we know that this is a summery drink that you drink when you're meeting your parents. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> and originally, this is an old, this one's 100 years old. Yeah. All the cocktails basically are uh, cataloged by this guy, Jerry Thomas. It is. From New York. Oh, my God. Jerry? Jerry himself? Yes. It took me a long time to write this book. Oh, no. It took me 100 years. No, Why you, did, it didn't take like, you 100 years. You did it 100 years ago. Yes, yes, but it took me 100 years to do it, and it came out 100 years ago. Oh, so he wow. wrote it in the 1700s, and then it came out in the 1800s. Sorry that we got that Why, wrong. you sloppy boys are getting it. <laughs> the Tom Collins, so basically, I think there's like a there's a lot of gin cocktails going around, and they're similar, but then it, like a New York guy goes to London... And then, like, a London guy goes to New York. Eventually, in London, they have a drink called a John Collins, and it's the same thing. In fact, on the IBA list that we found, they refer to the Tom Collins as the John Collins. But here's the kicker. If it's made with Old Tom Gin, it's a Tom Collins. Which we couldn't it, find. But no one can find. And also, in the past century, everyone makes it with the same kind of different, you know, whatever dry gin you have. And that's a Tom Collins. But now, Tim, let me ask you this about the Tom. Was it? What's the Tom Gin called? Old, Old Tom. Old Tom Gin. Old Tom's. Is that the brand name? This is a really good question. I think it's the brand name. It's not like a like dry gin is a number of brands do dry gin. And so, why is the IBA list insisting on calling it the John Collins when it seems like the world has moved on? I think this is our problem with the organization. The IBA has to get out of the past. Hey, wait, did they list this as one of the old unforgettables? I mean, if it's a hundred years old, they probably did. Yes, they it probably is. did. So yeah, it's it's from London and New York a hundred years ago. We're talking about a drink that is gadouge, gin, lemon, simple syrup, soda water. So that's as simple as we're going to get, uh, uh, because when we say simple syrup, you know, you don't have to buy that. That's sugar and water, one uh, one part of each. It's a long drink, Jeff. You may remember those from... Oh, from the, five minutes ago. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because it's in a Tom Collins glass, and this is when you don't shake it up. You, you don't shake it. You take out your tall glass, you fill it with ice, and then you go, shot of gin, ounce and a half. And then you squeeze in your lemon, an ounce of lemon, and then you put in your simple syrup, half an ounce, and then you psh, the rest of the way up the glass with club soda. Our recipe here says that it's two ounces of club soda, but it could be however tall your glass is, I guess. And that's kind of a funny uh, open-ended thing, because if you have a giant glass, you're going to be drinking a weak one. If you got a short glass... Oh, good night, nurse. I got one of those. Uh, I got one of those Mardi Gras plastic uh, yard-long drinks. Oh no, you're going to be hydrated by the end of this. Hell yeah, I'm making mine to the letter of the law. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. Um, um, well, those drinks that you well, you guys have had at once each. Did you like it? And do you think back fondly on it, or were you like, ah, oh, whatever? I did like it because it's like uh, the lemony. The one I had was very lemony, so it was like more of a lemonade tasting thing yeah i remember it being like maybe too sweet and then deciding like oh i don't like these but i probably it you just don't make it as sweet well i think it's like one of these drinks that's almost always made wrong like you know when you go to a normal bar and you if you ask for like a mai tai and it's all orange juice or whatever this drink 
it shouldn't be lemonadey. And I don't even know why Gaylord Fokker in Meet the Parents had mix because that mix is like is too lemonade. You should be able to see through this drink. And I think the more I I think that this is calling for a lot of simple syrup. I'm going to do it the correct way today. But I think in general, you can almost skip the the sugar is just there to take a little edge off the sour sour lemon. And that lemon's only there to chill out the the gin. So if you were just basically having a bunch of gin with a squeeze of lemon and a lot of soda, that is a Tom Collins still. Ooh, it sounds mm-hmm. so good. I ordered one to test that I think they're all bad at bars. I was recently at the Polo Lounge, and I thought this is a kind of a place I would expect to make a really good Tom Collins. And I ordered one, and it was limey. It was made like with margarita mix, and it was all off. Shots fired. We don't like that here in the Sloppy Boys. No, we want our mixes to be perfect. Not unlike our albums. That's what we always say to the mixer when we hand off the tracks. Let's take a little break as we prepare our drinks, and maybe we should... uh. We should have some of those Requiem for a Dream sound effects <laughs> to denote a drink be made. Like, <laughs> We'll be right back. That's a good Tom Collins. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you go, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy. I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis. I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. 
you can tell a therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. All right, welcome back. We got our drinks all made. We got some Tom Collins's. Clinky, clink. Looking good. I'm stirring mine still. And it's Hold on, I'm still stirring. Okay, I'm just done stirring. Well, Michael, it said stir gently. Don't over... <laughs> don't over stir. Don't put it in the Vitamix. I put this... I whipped this thing. I got a oh, cake mixer in. How do you get it that frothy? <laughs> a lot of people find uh, eating on mic to be offensive. I hope that uh, drinking on mic is okay. I think people love it. Because you're going to be hearing a lot of it. No, it should be fine. It, it should be fine. I'm going to... Here we go. Oh no, I'm going to throw up. Oh, no, I'm a slurper. Ooh. So good. Did you do okay. yours to the letter? I did mine to the letter of the law, and it's not too sweet. It's perfect. I think mine might be a little too sweet. I think um mine I don't um uh, I don't know what's perfect is, but this is not it. Oh no. What do you got? What's uh what's hmm. the problem? Just a tart. Oh yeah, a real tart lemon. Now see, Jeff, I, I went and did a, I did myself a, I went, I went and did a, a double, a two ounces of gin. Ooh. Very nice. Were you guys using like a cocktail jigger when you were measuring it out? Yeah, pretty much. The the standard one is an ounce and a half on the top and a three quarters of an ounce on the bottom. I have multiple, but today I just found out the one that I always use was actually two ounces up top. And one ounce on the bottom. So I've been making myself some strong drinks. Hey. That explain your behavior. Explains <laughs> the big red nose. <laughs> My behavior. Look, Tim, I already, I even did the maraschino cherry in this guy. And what I like to see is that delectable maraschino syrup just dropped right to the bottom of my dang cocktail. Oh, you put the syrup in? I just did the, like, I put two cherries in. Well, I just did a, you know, it got a little on the spoon and it just mm-hmm. kind of went in. I put my uh, cherry on the toothpick right up top. You see, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. I saw that yeah. in the picture. I didn't have toothpicks hanging around. I plunked it. I, I think I put too much uh, lemon in here or something. Me too. That's how I'm feeling. I think this could be sweeter. I might go put some more uh, simple syrup in this. Thing. What Did you use fresh lemon? Mm-hmm. I used uh, bottled lemon juice, hmm. but good stuff. I think that would probably be the way to go. Um, I, could, I bet the bottled lemon juice is pretty strong. I I like my thing lemony because I just don't want it to be sugary. Well, so. that's why we call you Lemony Snicket. <laughs> yep. Hey, to each his own, huh? To each a pizzone. That's right. <laughs> the Pizza Hut calzone. <laughs> I do like having a cherry in a, in a drink, though. That's nice. I normally uh, not a cherry guy, but once I tried one of those expensive maraschinos, ooh la la. 
Oh, they're so good. I eat them as a dessert. I put a bunch of those on a scoop of ice cream and I say, hey, it's like I'm having Cherry's Jubilee up in here. Ooh, that is a good cherry. This is a good porch drink, folks. I, I think I'm turning around on it. I, I, I take back my too tart criticism. Yeah. Uh, well, that cherry is good. And you're right, Jeff. The cherries were, I think I got mine today and it was in a $14 jar. Yes. Because it could only be found in like a nice grocery store. You got the Luxardos, the dark. Yeah, those are the legit ones. We got like, yeah, uh, we. I think mine was like twenty four bucks, but they're dark and dank. What is Maraschino? Is that a type of? Uh, is that a place? Probably. Well, that would be a good Sloppy Boys album name, The Hills of Maraschino. <laughs> now, why'd you throw in the hills? You don't know the hills. Because you right? can't just say Maraschino. <laughs> oh, the hills of Maraschino. <laughs> I think that maraschino might, there's a liqueur mm -hmm. that is a cherry liqueur, and that's Luxardo maraschino, but who knows what came first? Um, I have, I, uh, actually, I put one man maraschino cherry and then one maraschino bean. Oh, God, Mike. It sucks. Oh, a maraschino bean? Oh, God, why this did is I do mess. that? This is a train wreck. Episode one, you you fucked it up with a bean. Yeah, and so the simple syrup was um, beanie syrup. Is that wrong? Oh, oh Mike, I've never even heard of beanie. Well, syrup. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I opened up a can of beans and I stuck a straw in it. Well, if you like it, <laughs> I don't. I think this is a summary drink and i understand why holden caulfield made fun of that lady for drinking one in the winter right this is a you want to be out sitting on a porch yes i wonder if i wonder if uh the great reclusive author jd salinger uh oh, wow. sorry i'm a i'm just always i'm kind of a nerd but anyway if you're new to the podcast if you're new to us the slide boys i'm the nerd of the group i love literature anyway i wonder if he uh Pick that drink specifically uh, as some sort of um, uh, literative device. Oh my oh, god! I he wonder, wouldn't. I just wonder if like... there was a purpose behind it. I don't know. He's a smart guy. I'm a smart guy. Whatever. So you're a smart guy, but you don't you you don't have a theory as to what the purpose was or what he's saying. Yeah, you no. you wonder if an author did something. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people read a lot of dumb people uh, read a book and they see something like. A Tom Collins uh, uh, in the winter. Okay, no big deal. I look at that and I said, that's probably done for a reason. Yeah, because if you're going to go through the work of typing it yeah. and printing it, you probably had something to say. And this book is like, and the author, this is one of the best, the great. So I'm thinking there's probably stuff behind each decision made. Whatever, that's, that's what you I You say think. that Salinger's one of the greats. I mentioned Catching the Rye. What, what, what other works of his do you enjoy? You know, he was such a reclusive guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but Salinger, I think he did something. He helped out Dr. Seuss before he got into his whole thing uh -huh. with fake animals and all that crazy rhyming crap. Uh, that's kids stuff. That Seuss stuff is kids crap. You don't like it. So I'm just thinking maybe you don't like this. Salinger. I hate the Seuss crap, but I think maybe Salinger maybe helped him out with some of that stuff. Yeah, I think that uh, that Hold Holden would say Salinger's a bit of a phony man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Unlike Ackley Kid, he's not a prince. Oh, oh man, you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Ackley is his uh, roommate who has pimples. 
Oh no. Yeah. But he's a prince. Poor Ackley. <laughs> what uh Ooh, this is tart. But I mean, I think what I like thinking about when you're having a classic cocktail is what what is the scenario? What what kind of a person do you think is drinking this these days? What's a good who and when and where is this the cocktail for? Oh, that's an old southern man. <laughs> I was going to say this seems like an older person's drink. A southern man who says, "Get rid of my bourbon, my favorite drink." <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old Kentucky man who drinks Tom Collins. I went to New York City one time. <laughs> and there was a man from London there. <laughs> so and I'm Tim told. saw no, no. Meet the Fockers one time. You try giving a Southern man a drink with a lemon in it, he'll love you for the rest of his life. <laughs> well, I like it because it's so sour. I think it's more of a, like kind of a, like a tennis lady. What? She's just mm. been, she's, she's on the, she's hitting the court. Not a clay court, not a grass court. I'm talking a hard court. Right. <laughs> she's getting, people are acing on her all day and she's exhausted. And she's at the club. Do, playing tennis is like a thing to do rather than really enjoying tennis. Yeah, you got to get the tennis done. Yeah. So she says, I've, I've had 200 sets today. Not to mention all the games and matches. <laughs> I think you're right. It does seem like a sort of country club type. Whereas like I think of a... Like a Manhattan, for instance, maybe this is because my grandparents used to drink it, but Manhattan seemed to me to be like a uh, eh, more of a rougher around the edges drink, whereas this seems like a we're having fun type of thing. Because Manhattan is uh, whiskey. Yeah. So, so it's a, maybe more of a southern man. Oh, a southern thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. A southern man might eat that. <laughs> Give me a Manhattan. <laughs> Since this is our first episode and all. Yeah. Can you guys recall what your first drink was? Oh. First mixed drink? Ever. Ever, ever. Alcohol. Any alcohol. Oh. And am I drinking it all the way? Is Am I getting drunk and being a bad boy? Or is it just a sip that I stole? Whatever's the better story for the podcast. <laughs> oh, so you want me to spin a yarn? <laughs> yeah, baby. I think I was at a wedding. And there was, uh, and it was like a Polish wedding where there's a lot of vodka around. And I think I ran around the tables going, glug, 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 glug. <laughs> Oh, no. How yeah. old were you? Well, maybe you can't say on the podcast if we have ads. I was 18 to the minute. <laughs> 18? 21. Well, the drinking age is 21. <laughs> no. Here's the thing. Huh? This happened in Montreal. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Little Timmy is drinking the vodka. I remember I was at my neighbor's house once. He and I were hanging out and uh, his parents were having a party in the back with like their adult friends and there was wine and they gave us a shot glass of wine and uh, a white wine. And we like, like, okay, you guys can have this, but that's it. And uh, Greg and I went uh, and like took it off like into his like tree fort or whatever. We're like, oh my god, we got to drink this thing! <laughs> and, like we went back and forth on a shot glass of wine. Oh my god, we got to <laughs> We better get this drink. They told us we got to drink this thing. Oh my god, that's great. That's cool though for parents. I remember uh, my parents never really uh, gave me a shot of anything. Uh, I did lick a bottle cap one Christmas as like a baby, as like a, as like a kid. They were like, you don't ever want to drink beer here. Lick this bottle cap. It was like Michelob. And I hated it. 
Hey, you know, I love those old, do you remember those Michelob bottles? They were kind of like lanterns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only Michelob beer left is Mick Ultra, the low carb one, and it's mainly that aluminum can. I say bring back the old bottle. Yeah, like that's primo uncle beer right there. The, yeah. That's the stuff stunk. I love, yeah. I do love that that word Michelob too. Yeah, because it sounds like Michael. Michael. It reminds me of you. Yeah. I don't want to get into linguistics and etymology, but Mike, you're kind of a nerd. You're going to love that stuff. I love that type of shit. <laughs> you get off on it. The yeah, first great. real booze I had, I remember it fondly. It was Parrot Bay. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. the like low proof Captain Morgan, like I want to say pineapple or coconut. I, there's probably like probably both, but yeah. coconut I've definitely had. But you know, it was like a uh, friend's basement. I uh, going into I think maybe senior. I forget what year, what year of college. I worked at a uh, steakhouse as a busboy, and at the end of the season, at the end of the summer like the owner at the bar was like getting rid of all this vodka. And he gave me uh two bottles, like two cases of vodka or like a case and a half. So I went to school with, I think 15 bottles of vodka. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, it was nuts. He must've been the king. <laughs> no, I hoarded it all to myself in my dorm room. I'm the king <laughs> of this small kingdom. <laughs> and you still have a lot of it left, right? No, it was great. Yeah. It was great. It was totally like, Hey, we still we got a ton of uh, vodka here. Sure, take a whole bottle. Do you guys remember when uh, in our sketch group days, we were subcontracted by Jose Cuervo to make some videos? Oh, yeah, of course. And everybody a, remembers that campaign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cue the Cuervo, everybody. <laughs> and they sent a representative to give us a tour of like the Cuervo uh, line of drinks. Yep. The whole yeah. the whole line from yeah, the yeah. from the shitty stuff up to the expensive stuff. And then after the video shoot, because when you shoot in a bar, the alcohol brand wants all the liquors behind the bar. They don't want any to see any competitors back there. So the family of brands, you know, this branches beyond just Jose Cuervo tequila, everything back there was their uh, affiliates. And when we wrapped the videos, they let us take nearly all of it. That and one of those crazy. upside down bottle machines that gets the shots really, really cold. Oh yeah, I still oh, have yeah. it. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, it's above my fridge. Does it? Does it say Jose Cuervo on it, or is a was that a Jägermeister one? Uh, you will frequently see Jägermeister ones, but this is a Jose Cuervo okay. one. And nice I haven't, try, Mike. <laughs> I haven't used it since Dave Ferguson's bachelor party. <laughs> Did things get wild? I remember that uh, that like session where we sat down and he the representative went through all the shots with us and going through like the lower brand of Jose Cuervo all the way to like the top shelf hundred dollar bottle. And on each one, we were like, yeah, this is a little better. And he's like, so this, uh, like he was treating it like a wine tasting. And he was like, what, uh, what hints of, uh, what are flavors do you get in this? And we were like, I don't know. Grape. He's like, yeah, well, grape. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, can yes. say anything. You morons. Oh. Yeah. This guy was so just like, I'm doing this. Uh, this is going to be 45 minutes and I am out the door. Well, because he worked for Diageo, like a giant conglomerate. So it's not like he's the guy who's raising the agave himself. <laughs> right, like, right. But the problem, I, I loved that tasting. But remember, he started with the cheap stuff and moved up. So we had each had seven shots of tequila by the time we got to that fancy reserve sticky stuff. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we were all, it's like a business meeting. We're all cross-eyed drunk. Yeah. Dude, it was the best. He gave us, uh, we had chips. We had chips and salsa we could order. 
And we brought our producer Lee along with us, who didn't drink and just observed. <laughs> four, That's how we got home, right? Because... Four grown men just getting fucking shit house during the day downtown in LA. Yeah, I was gonna because I was thinking about this. I was telling someone about this recently, and I was wondering who got us home because that would have been. You can't just like bring people out for tequila tastings and send them home. I think we drove home in bumper cars. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, another fun drink I remember from my childhood. I mean, um, my young adulthood is uh, <laughs> Aftershock. Did you guys ever have oh, yeah. Aftershock? No. It's like that? basically um, Fireball. Mm. Oh, uh, I rem- I only had Fireball kind of recently. I had a shot of Fireball and uh, I loved it. I-, I think that comes across as a thing where people think of it as like a disgusting shot but it's like a college kid it's like oh, a college kid like shot like candy to me yeah we missed it by a couple of years but it's it's good it's very <laughs> low proof so you're not you know you're just having a, a lot of tasty cinnamony sugar when you have that and i think well, i still acted like i was like trashed when i had yeah one. we could do <laughs> see we said that the iba list is only a guide so we're free to do a fireball episode folks oh we should find yeah. like a, what fireball mixes with and do that yeah, what, what would it mix? I know, it seems like it's already such a strong flavor. You got to cool it down with some milk. <laughs> Every, well, here's my idea. Uh, horchata. Okay. Pretty good. On huh? its own or to mix with something? <laughs> with with Fireball. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was saying, oh, change the subject. Yeah. Uh, new, t- new topic here. You I know what? I'd, I'd do a Pepsi uh, on its own. <laughs> I was just going to say, I just Googled Fireball. It's only 66 proof. As opposed to whiskey, which is eighty. What is this? What's gin usually? Eighty. Eighty. Mm. And Parrot Bay is forty. I want to say. <laughs> maybe, maybe less. That's funny. And uh, folks, you might be able to. Uh, <laughs> it might be obvious that we're getting a little tipsy here, and that's one of the functions of the podcast. Well, this is. Yeah. This is not a bug. This is a feature. <laughs> I'm I'm completely blackout. The function is uh to to we put the fun in function. Let's say that. Um, yeah, you know, what's funny about this drink. I don't really taste the gin much in it, even though I put two, sh- two, uh, ounces in. Yeah. Yeah. I finished mine. I'm, I finished mine right away and it mainly was just very sour lemon, but I like that. Hmm. You know what? Maybe I went a little too crazy with the, um, with the, the club soda or the, was it sparkling soda? I say go crazy. It's good. Mm-hmm. I polished mine off. Hold on. What was I going to, oh yeah, Tim. Didn't you, uh, did you have a song you were going to do along with this? Oh, thank you, Mike. Um, You're welcome. Well, I do. I had a song that I wanted to, uh, uh, it's a bit of a mashup. You guys know uh, mashup culture. Yeah. yeah, you take a little of this, you take a little of that. It's a danger mouse kind of a thing. But basically, um, I was thinking about this problem that I know you guys are familiar with. And the listeners probably bored to even hear me recount this. But you know when you're <laughs> drinking a, let's say you have a gin drink, right? And you tell people, oh. Uh, I'm I'm drinking a gin drink. What do they always think? They always like start to jump to conclusions about which drink gin drink you have. So on a day like today, where we're drinking Tom Collins, is mm-hmm. right. It can be very annoying for a Tom Collins drinker to deal with all the preconceived notions yes. swirling around you about which, which gin drink you ordered. I know I know exactly what you when I'm at a bar or something and I announce as anyone does whatever drink I'm drinking a gin drink. Well, I bet it's, and it's just the onslaught of the guessing, yeah, guessing. Exactly. I want to get off this topic. 
Thank you. So you, I mean, I'm preaching the choir with this, but um, I, I, so I made this, uh, this is kind of like on the topic of, cause you know, music can have a lot of relevance in the world if you write it about something that's yeah, important. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is a, a mashup. Um, and uh, uh, I hope you guys listen closely to this, to the spirit of the meaning of the lyrics. If the taste of your drink is lemony, it's sour, not bitter, it's citrus color, a glass that is tall and thin and nice. It's a calling to fool, don't you know it's not tonic? And I love yellow goo, don't you know it's not tonic? That's right. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> That's very good. That's a good way of getting the information. Thank you. It's such an easier way than fielding a bunch of questions after you announce. Well, because you, so you get right into the song. And you hear the whispers. Oh, it's tonic. That guy's drinking ton, ton, gin and tonic. Gin and tonic, everybody. And usually, I, you, I know I would make a fool of myself in that situation. No, 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 it's not. And make a big stink. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know how you get. Yeah. No, I can't do that. I'd run out of the bar upset. Yeah, come back in the morning, get your card. Yeah. All all embarrassed. Apologize. I was the guy. I was the guy who said no, 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 and I ran. <laughs> I wept. Now, Tim, um, first of all, uh this this is Mike, by the way. I love the song. Absolutely love the song. Well, what type of legal did you have to clear with this? Because that was a Britney Spears song. Well, here's the thing. I uh I reached out to Britney's people. I got heard zero nada. Really? Uh, uh yeah, not even a not a peep. I thought at least they would say, Tim, thanks so much for reaching out. This is awesome. You rule. Your friends. Mike, Jeff, these guys are the bomb. <laughs> well, that, that, but you didn't hear anything. So that's just, I, I think, the, I think the way with uh, the, the legal end of it would be just like, if you don't hear anything, that's a yes, definitely. Uh, Tim, this is Jeff here. Word. You got a lot of heart. And there's a lot of positive energy in this song, but um, it's a little pitchy. Mm. And uh, I got to say, it's a no for me, Doug. Wow. Now, when you say pitchy, you mean these the pitches, it's right on pitch. It's so pitchy, it's right on the note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was too, it was too on the note. <laughs> yeah, where, where's the fun? Where's the punk rock of it all? Yeah, g- give me a couple bands. <laughs> uh, I, I'll leave some wiggle room next time. Mm. Yeah, okay. Good. Well, hey, I'm going to keep sipping on this drink. I might put some more simple syrup in mine in a second. Let's take a break. There will be more Sloppy Boys after this. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, we're back. We're doing it. Hey, I, I got to say, putting the simple syrup uh, in here has changed the drink a lot. How much? It, like, I, I obviously my drink is down a little bit from when I started, halfway uh, from when I started. And uh, I just pushed like another probably half ounce of that stuff in there. Mm. And make it different. Sweet. Yeah, what I, what I thought was too sweet, or what I thought I didn't like about it, yeah. was that it was too sweet. What I didn't like about it was that it was too tart. So you can definitely kind of like tune this up and down to your liking. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool that it's interactive. You know, it's customizable. So whatever works for you, that's the cocktail you drink. We could make a Tom Collins app where people get to. That could be kind of cool. Yeah, be like how do you Collins? Yeah, exactly. And you just text in what how you made your Tom Collins. It's just small variations of the same four ingredients. And we post it on Twitter. The app just displays our phone numbers. You text <laughs> us and we text back. Um, we, burying the lead here, we didn't even talk about, we have a song called Tom Collins. Do we Do ever? We ever? Oh I mean, God. to those people just coming to the podcast who are like, oh, I just want to hear a podcast about mixing up drinks. The band, the Soppy Boys has a song called Tom Collins, and it's a rocker and a ripper and played live. Ooh, that'll get the room going. <laughs> yeah, I was curious. Should we talk about the band at all, or do people know, or do people care? Like, if if people come here for drinks, do they want to hear about a couple of guys playing the drums? How about this guy? Well, <laughs> couple if you are new to the, the, the podcast uh, or the band, we don't all play drums. Right. We have different instruments. Um, I think here's what we say. You're listening to this. We're the Sloppy Boys. We're a band. We're going to talk about the band from time to time. So when listen up. And if you made it this far into the podcast, we got you. You're on board, baby. You're watching. And you're signing up for the Patreon to get some bonus episodes. Hold on, Mike. We haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) Let's do that at the end. Well, guys, final thoughts on the old Tom Collins. How does it suit you? FTs on the uh, TC? I think I need to have this drink made by a professional with like the right ingredients. I think maybe the f- straight on lemon wasn't good for me, but I'm enjoying it. Mike, let me ask you, what brand of gin did you use again? Oh God damn it. I think uh Bombay something. Bombay Sapphire. It wasn't Bombay Sapphire. It wasn't Sapphire. It was Nor- like- was a normal Bombay. Yeah, I think so. That's what I use. Normal Bombay. What? <laughs> I'm the outlier here. I use a little Tang Ray. Fancy. That's funny. Cause my favorite, my favorite, character in a hockey movie is gordon bombay so that's this is insane that that would have just do you think that name was what came up because of gordon's gin and bombay gin oh my god he's a drunk at the beginning he's a drunk 
holy shit, you're absolutely right. Gordon Bombay. Well, I heard in the original draft, his name was Captain Morgan Tangeray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From Gordon Bombay to Tangeray. And they're like, that's not believable. Captain? What would he be doing? Yeah, he's Captain. I heard like in an early draft that all of the kids on the hockey team were named Seagram. <laughs> Each and every one of them. Yeah. There was only seven of the seven kids on the team. So it was the Seagram seven. Guys, how do we express our final thoughts here? We don't have a, a method figured out. Do we give it a thumbs up, thumbs down? I think it's a simple th- a thumbs up to say this is good and Great. it's worth it, right? Because you say, get it into your, this is one of these classics. You want to know. You're at a bar. You're gonna Are you going to order this? I think I am. I like it. It's funny, though, because you're basing it on how you made it yourself. So that's that's an interesting uh, thing to throw in there, too. But we followed the IBA recipe. Right, right, right. So if you really dislike it, I don't think that even the greatest mixologist in <laughs> London... Save it. I think, what I, I think what we should do is a... Uh, am I getting a second round of this? Is this a second oh. rounder? Yeah. For me? That's pretty good. Yes. So do we go for a second round and we all just say yes or no? Yeah. I'm a big yes. It's refreshing. It's cool. It's tart and tangy. Mm-hmm. That maraschino cherry was a nice surprise. <laughs> and uh, I'll say, if your Collins ain't too sweet, you've got a drink that's tough to beat. Right, 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 yeah. right. Mm, yes, I, I think I would say for this type of drink, uh, if it is too sour... Don't be dour. Mm-hmm. Grab the simple sugar and give it one more power. Pour. <laughs> okay. I would do the same one as Mike. That's what I would say. Yeah. And a lot of, I know we're going to get shit for this on Twitter, wherever people are going to chime in. Uh, as a sort of a literary smart guy, uh, people did pronounce poor power at a certain time. Right. That was kind of a... You have to be sort of a smart guy. (laughs) Wow. Well, that does it for the old Tom Collins. Hey, guys, I hate to break it to you. We had a little write-in this week. Really? Uh, Yes. On the first episode? Did we solicit write-ins? I did. (laughs) You, dog. How did you... But where? Jay Kulari writes, Hey, boys, I'm a big fan of your music. And I'm really looking forward to the pod. Okay. My question is both music and booze related. Jimmy Buffett has built an empire around and become synonymous with margaritas. If you could base your career around one drink, what would it be? Slophead for life, Jay. Ooh. Damn. Huh. This is good. Well, we, as, as the band, you think? Well, we can answer individually. I think as the band, obviously we have a song called Tom Collins, but we... We do talk about, like, we got a song about beer. Yeah, I mean, like, this guy's saying, like, if you could pick one drink to base your career around, we're trying to base it off all the drinks, and it's not going so hot. (laughs) You want to be a big head of an empire like Jimmy Buffett, so this is going to be restaurants, retirement homes, Uh merch. What drink has appeal that you think you could, like, ride to the top? I got to say, I think I'm kind of a a Mai Tai kind of a guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mai Tai is fun. I think, yeah, some type of like, well, now I'm just following the footsteps of him and doing like a beach party type thing. You can't copy what he did. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't want to do, I don't want to get into that, that whole 
(laughs) So are you going to list off everything you don't want to do before you get to the one you do want to do? Before I finally narrow down. Yeah, this will be over the the life of the podcast. Uh, I will be narrowing down what I don't want my career beverage to be. Um, you know, like, well, I don't want it to be like uh, Sammy Hagar's Cabo Wabo Cantina Tequila. Yep, he's done that. <laughs> hey, you know, Gene Simmons is a, a an owner, the owner or an owner, I don't know, of Rockin' Brews. Are you guys familiar with Rockin' Brews? I've seen it at an airport. Yeah. It's funny because Gene himself does not drink, but he's happy to make money off us <laughs> barflies. Yeah, that's weird. He never drank? No, in fact, that's why he would like fight with band members back in the day. Because they were drinking? Because they would be like partiers and he would be like, we're in a band, okay? <laughs> we're in a rock band. Put your makeup on. And I'm the demon and oh, I'm, <laughs> I'll be tuning my bass. <laughs> if this demon gets too drunk, he's not going to sleep well. I think I would go with simple syrup. <laughs> Does it have to be a full cocktail? <laughs> no. That would be it mine. Can just be, it can be just be sugar and water. Simple syrup <laughs> and ice, and it's ready for anything. <laughs> well, if you got a question for the boys, email us at thesloppyboyspodcast at gmail.com. We'll be waiting. Any uh, final thoughts here before we sign off, fellas? Thanks for listening. Uh, we just want to give a huge shout out to everyone all around the world. <laughs> wow, that's really touching stuff. We want to thank John Collins for bringing this drink into... Tom Collins's hands. And we want to thank um, Jay Roach for making the film Meet the Parents. I saw that movie probably uh, 10 times when I was in high school. Very funny. Funny Owen Wilson. Yeah. Funny guy. That's our show, baby. Episode one. Nice. In the hopper. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Out of the hopper. <laughs> Out of the hopper. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where patrons can unlock the Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. Now, in honor of our first podcast episode, we'll leave you with the first song off our first album, Tom Collins. Ooh. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Sheets to the wind. Land.
I'll send an edible arrangement to my travel agent Cause they had free booze on my carnival cruise Hey kid, can you tell me what's Australian for beer? And then what's Australian for puke? Cause I just chundered here If you know what I mean Dear God, do you know what I mean?